0: Welcome to the Scariest Things podcast, your gateway to the trends and tropes of the horror genre. This is episode one forty-seven, live from New Orleans and my dining room. This you is all, the yeah. film festival recap. <laughs> Woo All right,
1: that was a. a, a it we felt like it just flew by. It did.
2: You mean we're not actually in a movie theater right now? No, we're in no. your dining room. Yes. Okay, the that works. The
0: seats are a little bit less comfortable, but uh, the lights are on. That's the only. The, the, difference. That's right.
2: <laughs> the headquarters for this month is New Orleans, Louisiana. Yep. That's right. That's right. The Overlook Film Festival. What did you guys think? What was your uh, What was your big takeaway from the Overlook Film Festival? Hit and miss. Hit and miss. Yep. That was the 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 hot take was hit and miss.
1: Yeah, I I think hit and miss from not just the the film production side, but actually on the delivery of the festival itself, it was hit and miss because we actually had some movies that were scheduled that got bumped because they had technical difficulties. Right. Uh, they scrapped. They worked really hard to get us uh, other stuff. We'll talk a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. But I, but uh, overlook. We we love you, but you, the organization needs to clean up some of the some of the announcements
2: and. Uh, how long has the Overlook Film Festival been going on? I don't even know. They've had four,
0: I think, but this is the third in New Orleans. Because I think yeah. they only did one year prior
1: in they did one, Colorado. One in, they, they did two previously. They did one in Portland. Well, or on at, Mount Hood. On at, on Mount Hood, and that's why it was called at, Overlook. At, at Timberline Lodge. Right. And then the, didn't
3: they do one at the Stanley?
0: Yeah,
1: they did one okay. at the Stanley, but it was called something else. It was uh, the same, same organization, and then they moved it to... So this is their third
0: time in New Orleans. Um, okay. I'm glad to have them back here. Yes, we indeed. We were at the Canal Place Britannia Theaters, so we didn't have to run from venue to venue, yeah. which was good and also bad, because you don't get to get out into the quarter as yep. much and right. really yep. escape. Right. But it was nice that it was air-conditioned and yes. all in one place, and you would just walk out of a theater and straight to a line. So it had yeah pluses and minuses about being in
3: one spot. Yeah, I like the
2: fact that I like the fact that they put in lots of gaps mm-hmm. between the films that gave you ample opportunities to a take a breath, b get some Twizzlers, yep. c meet other horror fans, uh, film directors, mm-hmm. actors, actresses, etc., and kind of. Just mellow out a little bit. That was nice.
0: A lot of merch from Super Yaki. Yeah. Super Yaki Yaki is really
2: cool. Yeah. Look up Super Yaki if you if you don't know that name already. They are a Houston-based company that does primarily one-off horror products. Mm -hmm. Deep cut, really cool stuff. Really cool stuff. Really, really cool stuff. Yeah. And I, I do feel for
1: I think people who have had not been attending Overlook in the past or 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 were out of towners, because I think one of the neat things. About the way that Overlook had done it previously it was that they held there was the big screenings at the La mm-hmm. Petite Theater, right. Uh, right, 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 where where you would had we, we we saw the Lodge and where you had Vast to stand in line and
2: there was a chance you couldn't get in,
1: right, yeah. and and it was but it was in an old big old theater in the heart of the French Quarter, uh, and yeah. this you know the Canal Place is in the French Quarter, but you you feel really isolated from it. It's a yeah. it's a it's sort of this high end shopping mall from the from the early nineties, and it's not. You know, it it doesn't have the 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 New Orleans character that if you're a tourist, you kind of want to soak in the atmosphere because I I know that uh not a before, shopping mall, yeah, not yeah. a shopping mall, <laughs> but the because the uh, Royal was it the Bourbon Hotel or the what Bourbon Orleans was, the Bourbon was their Orleans, base
0: yeah. for the first year, so 2018, and then they also had things at La Petite and at Canal Place because that's our downtown right. movie theater, and then 2019. Their bases were Canal Place, La Petite, and the Hotel Peter and Paul, which was over in the Marinate, which, while an amazing space, that was a little far away to get to things. Yeah, you really Um, had to
1: hustle across the corridor to get from from place to place. And
0: it's hot, y'all. You don't want to be running across the corridor. You will arrive (laughs) very sweaty. And even though it feels great to walk into an air-conditioned theater, about five minutes later, you're like shivering because all your sweat has dried onto you. (laughs) That's right.
2: (laughs) That's right.
1: Uh, And... I think the other thing that was sort of noticeably absent this time was there was there were less other activities um, than there was
2: at uh, oh yeah there, at was, the there was there was no lectures there was no VR there was yeah. no scavenger hunts there was no you know doodads there was a really. Really, super fun trivia yeah. uh, yes. program sponsored, I believe, by Shutter. Yes, it was. Yes. Uh, that was put on by Ted uh, Gagan. Ted Gagin, uh, film director of. Uh, they they're still here. They're still, we are yeah. still here. We are still here. Artwork, yeah. Mate, wrong yeah. pronoun. And he's uh, <laughs> we are still here. One of yeah. our
1: favorite PR contacts, who uh, is a festival yeah. coordinator type, who who set us up with a couple of great yeah. interviews with. Uh, Carter Smith, who who uh, did the movie Swallowed, right. and also the full team from uh, The Summoned, right? Uh, and so we will have those interviews up later on. But thank you to Ted for helping. Uh, set those up with us. It's always a treat to interview but the filmmakers. More, more
2: importantly, how did we do at Trivia? I think we won. Is that right? Oh, Since there was no was record. Yeah, that's Since that's there was right. no there was, record. That's about. right. We were Sure. I think we, we won. I think we won. Yeah. The scariest thing podcast team. We things, did really good team. For the last round. Even <laughs> even <though laughs> we came up with some good... The last round was the
0: uh, we had like to use, subtitle where it, it was, would be, you know... Breaking two, dot sequels. dot yeah. electric boogaloo. If so you we think the... you
2: if you think you know about horror movies, yeah. sit in on a horror movie themed trivia night and it will guarantee that you know nothing, you know
3: nothing about, about horror movies. Yeah. So, no matter
2: how much you think you know. A shout out when you have to, to go when you have to go head to head against Mick Garris, yeah. uh it proves out very quick. click quickly and clearly that you know nothing about horror movies. we'll, we'll be making yeah.
3: Children of the Corn part like what? Five? The <laughs> yep. corn drink. The cornjuring. Yeah, yeah, corn <laughs> what, corn the, the, what was the part five the, 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 the cursed three still, <laughs> still cursed? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we we had a lot of fun with we it because we boned in a couple of those.
1: It was but it was yeah, fun. A little awkward. It was
3: fun. It was hard but we did meet some really, hard. really hard. great, and great the people the restaurant it was at was it
2: was called American Townhouse, which is a new bar
0: and restaurant down in the corner.
2: Great space. Go check um, it out. It's really wonderful if you're in New Orleans. Met the team
0: from the Straight Chillin' podcast. Good yeah. guys.
2: Hell they yeah! Do.
0: And, uh, we had a really, really good time. Weather was great. Food was great.
2: Drinks, yes, were yes. And yeah. yes, um, yeah. the food, I had, a, I had a fried
1: chicken sandwich that was yeah. Right
2: home about that one. That was yeah. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not here to talk about fried chicken sandwiches. Uh, we're, we're here, here to, to, talk to talk about the fried bologna sandwiches. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Turkey and the Wolf movies. All right, oh, let's, sorry, let's sorry. go down. Let's go down the list of movies. Uh, and we can do because obviously a lot of these films—they're in various various uh, ways, shapes, and forms. Uh, some of them been released, some of them haven't been released, some of them may never get a release date. Who knows? Right. Who right. knows? So we'll just go down the list, and then we can t- we can uh, give our a quick, super fast summary, and then a hot take on each of those films. Liz, do you want to do you want to lead us off, or do you sure. want? Sure. Yeah. I have the you, list up here. Okay. Well, we from kicked the Overlook, off uh-huh. the
0: opening night. Yep. With the Oh, she said um, a U.S. premiere of Mona Lisa and the Blood Moon, which is the new film from Anna-Lily Amanpour, starring Mm -hmm. Kate Hudson and Craig Robinson, Mm -hmm. filmed in New Orleans. Uh...
2: She described it as New Orleans AF. She did. She doesn't live in New Orleans. So, uh, okay.
0: Um, It had some great characters. Kate Hudson was actually really good. There was a a character named Fuzz that I loved. But the movie was not a horror movie. Um, Probably
2: not. Sort of dark fantasy. Dark
0: fantasy. But it had an amazing soundtrack. Like one where I will go find that Spotify playlist or soundtrack yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. that. I loved the soundtrack. It
1: it did yeah. feel yeah, like an Armored um, movie, though. Yeah. I mean, because there are some similarities between that and A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, yes. which was her f- famous breakout movie. Yep, it is not nearly as good as that no. movie. Um, I thought I think it had, but it has a a uh, a young pr- uh, protagonist who is. Um, mentally disturbed, but mm-hmm. also is a, a telepath of sorts, right. and 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 there's some fun where actually they play around with the notion of what can you do with mind mind control powers, yeah. right? And uh and and there's the, and there's a good. Lots of shenanigans that happen. It's not, it's not a, a, a horror movie. Uh, it might not even be horror adjacent, but it is dark fantasy for sure. I
2: think it's, yeah, I, think it it's a, I think it's, I think it's, it's a horror adjacent. adjacent for sure. I mean, that yeah. opening scene with the nurse where she stabs Well, oh, that's true. Repeatedly, yeah, that is absolutely one hundred percent true. Once
0: she got out of the loony bin, if you will, yeah. that's kind of where the horror ended.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and since I'm not from New Orleans, I'll call it kind of AF because I don't know any better. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like New Orleans.
0: It, w- it was New Orleans, but. Uh,
2: it's not, not, I a, don't think it was AF. the New
0: Orleans sensibility. All right,
2: what do we got next? next. What, what, what else did we see? Well, then we oh, wait, split the are we going to
1: give what we thought on a, a star rating for Mona Lisa yeah. and the Blood Moon? Oh, I gave it a three. I,
2: I guess we could. I was, I was, I gave it a four uh, based on the soundtrack and just the the look and feel of it. It does feel yeah. like if you are interested in uh, sort of a 1980s kind of like a, a Jim Jarmusch type film or a Jonathan Demi type or a Ted Demi type film uh not jonathan, uh, jonathan Demi. yeah yeah something
1: wild was what yeah, you were thinking yeah you yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, to that.
2: yeah so if you, if you if you like that vibe that's a little quirky and a little offbeat and maybe doesn't have a super clear narrative this this yeah. might be up your alley so i gave it four
1: i get i would give it three also i think i i enjoyed it uh i think i think it had some it could could have used a little bit of a tighter edit maybe mm-hmm. yeah um but you know i think that I I like that I like the fun with telepathy bit. Sure, the kid was cute. I thought uh, Kate Hudson. Uh, they 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 slummed her down a little bit. Yeah, uh, you couldn't recognize the accent. They could. The, the, the wrong accent. She couldn't do a, Couldn't do a New Orleans accent. It was a right. real
0: I'm walking here New York City <laughs> accent. And they, you know people say people from New Orleans sound a little bit like they're from Brooklyn or New York. But this was straight this on was Brooklyn. Cool, Brooklyn.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Kind of yeah. AF. Yeah, kind of yep. AF. All right. What's next?
0: So next we split up, and Uh-oh. you guys went to see Watcher. Yeah, which Liz has already, is already been reviewed. Able to see it, and I gave it five stars. Yeah, and I went to see Piggy. Yeah. So Piggy is a Spanish film that premiered at um, Sundance this year, and it's based on a short film of the same name, written and directed by Carlotta Pereira. and it is about a girl named Sarah who is. Viciously bullied by girls in her village. She is the daughter of the local butcher. So Piggy is a bunch of different yeah. levels because she's a little over, she's overweight. And when her bullies are kidnapped by a stranger, she has to figure out whether or not she's going to help them or not. Uh, horror ensues. This is the most horror of the horror movies I saw gore wise. Um, oh, Piggy. Yeah. yeah, Piggy. Yep, yep. Very gory. Really good. It had a couple of, you know, kind of ends that I couldn't wrap up or get. But all in all, super solid film, I'd say about three and a half. But you guys didn't see that. What no. we saw your take on Watcher?
2: We saw Watcher from Chloe Acuno, who also did VHS 94, The Swamps, not Swamp, The Sewer Storm Scene. Green storm drain yep. yes which I really storm, I really storm, re- swamp yeah. storm drain whatever uh, I really liked I thought I thought storm drain yep. was really cool I thought the watcher was super super awesome I do encourage you to take a look at Liz's review they do describe it as sort of a 70s. Tale of paranoia, nineteen seventies tale of paranoia. I think that's probably pretty fair. It does have the f- yep. the feel and the trappings of kind of a nineteen seventies film, maybe yep. even a, a little giallo ish I- lowercase g giallo. Uh, uh, it is a, it is a fascinating film of a of a serial killer in a foreign country in Romania. Uh, fish out of water, a uh, young woman whose name I'm going to totally blank on, who plays the lead actress,
3: Micah. Monroe.
2: Micah Monroe from yeah.
1: from uh, It, it follows. follows.
2: Yeah, I gave it I gave it a four. There was a couple things that were sort of nagging at me, so I was going to go a four for Watcher. Yep. Super good watch though. Read Liz's review because it is you uh, will get a little bit more than I gave you.
1: I give it a straight five. Oh, I, I think straight it's, five. Yeah, what it was. Eric I think this is. This better uh, appear on your me. end
2: of year list i it's gonna oh it, it, oh it, you it, heard it here yeah. first yeah it, i it, take it's on eric's well, end of year list it, it, you,
1: this is the movie that you got to knock off to, to for the prize for me at the moment i mean there, there's another movie that we saw that t- damn close uh okay. we we in, in this festival yeah um, but i i think uh, this is how you do a tense thriller yep uh i think it reminded me sort of of repulsion in some sure, ways yeah. and sort of the in, in the intensity of it and it's sort of it's a quiet build so folks right. it's it, because it's in an apartment building uh you know there there's because it really is about a a, a woman who's a fish out of water in, a, in a, mm-hmm. and having difficulties in you know in a place like Romania and they it's it looks cold and wet and and dreary and but at the same time beautiful it's it's kind of it's Strangely, a hypnotic kind of a, a setting. Absolutely gorgeous cinematography. Yep. Um, so and
2: op- opening opening night was uh, uh, the the encapsulation of opening yep. night was like lots of strippers. There were strippers yep. in all the movies you yes. saw. Lots yep. and lots of strippers. Yep. But, um, so you
0: can make your own opinion on Watcher because it is in theaters now. Yeah. Go, go yeah, to the go theaters.
1: Please go see it. It's it's an original horror movie. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I think this will also go for the next big, big movie that we're going to talk about at some point. Piggy
0: is going to be released. Uh, looks like in October of this year.
2: All right. What so, was next on our list? All
0: right, the next night, or the next day. Next day. Friday, the Friday. first full oh day of stuff. Oh, my god! So i let you guys kick it off because I had to work in the morning.
2: We were on vacation. <laughs> totally. On, we were on vacation AF. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: we we, we caught a, a Roger Corman documentary, which was... <laughs> I don't even need to say too much about it. There's There are, there are better Roger Corman documentaries available.
2: Um, yeah, this there. is a this is a French Roger Corman documentary called "The Pope of Pop Cinema." Uh, Eric's totally right. There is a do, there is a Roger Corman documentary that came out about ten years ago, which is way way better. Covered much more of his history. If you just need a quick introductory glance into Roger Corman, I guess this is okay. It, it, it covers it. It covers a large chunk of
1: his his history.
2: Right, and but... then we also watched a w- super weird South Korean. Film, which was a, a very long short film, which was uh, you know it had a runtime I think of almost fifty minutes, called Digital Video Editing with Adobe Premiere Pro. Absolute worst colon, title ever. The Real World Guide to Setup and Workflow. Uh, this is directed by Sion Yung Hong, and it was actually kind of scary in a couple parts, but also oh, very 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 funny. Yes,
1: it was the 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 premise is that there are. Uh, there's a director and a film editor who are are processing a movie uh, that was a drama, a romantic uh, drama, and a ghost keeps popping in and ruining his film. And they're trying to edit the ghost out, but the ghost <laughs> don't want that. Ghost is there's reasons for the ghost, and uh, it is. The, the jump scares are are there and it's real and I and this is my opportunity to say how much fun it is to be in a movie theater with Mike Campbell <laughs> and and when jump scares happen it's bang and then Mike will shriek it is a lot of fun and 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 he gets all wiggly with it so I think this is.
2: Uh, you know I, this I was not the highest jump jump scare count of the weekend though. no but but there were at least <laughs> we'll two in a short film and we'll that get was there. and that but that was can, that was the first maybe, mm-hmm. first maybe I'm not gonna rate the films I'm gonna give you my jump scare How many times count per jumped? film that
0: really is the worst title
1: ever <laughs> it is it's, it's the worst title ever but it, if you
2: are interested in Premiere Pro or interested in video editing this will give you a good sense of what you're up against <laughs> yeah, if there's a ghost
1: it's a ghost in the machine literally yeah. ghost in the machine yeah. and yeah. Uh, I'd, you know, I think that one I would give four stars.
2: I'd give the Roger Corman one two stars. Roger Corman two, uh, video editing three.
0: Oh. Okay. So then I came and met y'all because we were in line to go see Shaky Shivers. But as Eric we mentioned couldn't. earlier, yeah. Overlook had a little bit of technical difficulties. We couldn't see Shaky Shivers, but they gave us a little... Couple hour sneak preview because it was releasing later that day to David Cronenberg's Crimes of the Future. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, we said, Be David Cronenberg. Heck yeah.
1: yeah. And 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 that sounded super exciting mm-hmm. because we, we all regrettably loved it. said, Heck yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> you know, it turns out. Tru- we truth be told, there's, n- I don't, you more. know, we're <laughs> looking at the other things that it's like, uh, I, we eventually did get to see, you know, the other things playing at the same time Zalava was playing. We eventually got to see Zalava. Yeah. Deadstream was we covered it south by southwest which was eh, maybe uh, we should have done good we madam should have done good madam yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but although but but honestly actually everybody's going to recognize the Cronenberg name right. so it's good that we caught this uh it my my take on this was it was a lot of strong cronenbergian themes in search of a plot there was no, mm, no there was plot. no no distinguishable plot and everybody's mumbling lots of body horror with like tentacles and And uh, uh, scalpel surgery.
3: It
0: wasn't that gross. And I'm not a body horror person, and this did not bother me at all. This this reminds me of when I went to see Lars von Trier's The House That Jack Built. Uh It was one of my first reviews for the site, and it was boring. And that's the worst thing you can say about a Lars von Trier movie. You're never going to say, like, I loved this movie because they're so hard. But this was also boring.
2: I I would say if you liked 1991's Naked Lunch... You yes. you will like this, and, and but it is boring yeah. as because hell. Because the special effects are cor- from
0: 1991's Naked yeah. Lunch, yeah.
2: yeah, or yeah. Video
0: like
1: 19- yeah. I mean,
2: it was yeah that he's
1: sort of been stuck with. He, I think he he he, he clung to physical uh, effects. Yeah, and, they did not um, look good. And I'm you know I I'll admit I, I was toe curling for me because scalpel surgery kind of stuff it don't, it, you know and there was lots of scalpel surgery mm-hmm. and there was. You know, sex as surgery as sex—it's uh, weird. That's not new. Yeah, that's, that, that is that's...
0: repo the genetic opera. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: right. Which, which Liz mm-hmm. will will, will go to the mat to the for that death. one. Yeah. So, what do you give it, Eric? <laughs> I give it two and a half.
2: Liz, what do you give it? Two,
0: two, two and a half.
2: I, I, I barely give it two. Yeah. 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 Barely, barely two.
1: I think I uh, Viggo Mortensen mumbles through the entire mm-hmm. thing everybody in the film he's the t- he's, entire, he's tired and he's cloaked thing. up most of the time yep uh there are a whole bunch of characters who you don't understand why they're in the plot there's like there's yeah. this, this weird ba- there's, you may want to go see it just to experience it but it's confusing as hell
2: yep all right what did we see after that
0: oh after that was our centerpiece film oh my gosh resurrection right yeah yeah Starring Rebecca Hall and Tim Roth. A tour
2: de force of acting. Yes. Yeah. I mean. And it was. It was. On both counts. And
1: the daughter was strong, too.
0: I will see if I can figure out who that was. I should have. Yeah, but. uh, But
1: Resurrected was. uh, So this was Resurrection. Yeah. And this. Resurrection. Yeah. Sorry. Directed Um,
0: by Andrew Siemens, who made. uh, Let's see what else he's done. I'd Rather Be Dead Than Live in This World. Oh, I saw that on Netflix. Um, Nancy, please. He produced The Duchess. So he's been around. This looks like his directorial debut.
1: But this is another sort of a, a an emotional trauma movie <coughs> where mm-hmm. uh, Rebecca Hall plays a, a, a woman who's hiding from a, a past with a man who abused her. And... Um, is now has has a teenage daughter who's about ready to flee uh, flee the coop and she's not ready for that to happen and and her old man comes back and it's a weird uh, the I think the premise prob- probably not best described you'd have to want to to see it to understand
2: what's going on I I think if you're if you're looking for a film to compare it to it's v- it's got very close although reversed uh vibes to Fatal Attraction it's got a very very Fatal Attraction kind of quality to it and in mm-hmm. fact there is that part of the thing that nagged me about the film was that it didn't quite go as deep as it could have and ended in a way that felt a little Ending cliched style. to me. I gave it, it three stars. Three? I, three,
1: yeah. I think, oh, I, three across the uh, board. Yeah. And, and I think that it, it was a, um, uh, um, second super strong performance by Rebecca Hall in a row. Yeah, she's great. Uh, she's she's needed really great. This one and I, I and spoke, Tim Roth is
2: great. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. th- uh, th-
1: there's no complaints about the acting. Um, it needed it needed a tighter edit. I, well, we've said that a, a, a previously, yeah. but this is this movie um, was trying to emphasize. It it, it, it would repeat their ele- some of the elements, and it just needed to right. tighten that up. And the ending right. felt focus grouped. It just if, felt like it. Uh, and
2: if you like if you like seeing Tim Roth get his ears uh, mangled. He gets his ear mangled. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and he gets, if that's he, your thing. He gets—he gets, he this gets is the second film. He gets, he's gotten
1: he his gets ear mangled, mangled a bunch. Yeah. Um,
0: and this one's coming from IFC, um, August
3: fifth. Feels Ooh, like an IFC movie. It's
1: got—it's yeah. got great production values. It—it uh, it, just—it needed um, needs a little bit of work to be a great movie. It's yep. It's close to being a great movie, but it—it's got it. I, I found myself checking my watch. That's not a good yep. sign. Nope. Yeah. All right.
0: Not. Okay, so our next one to wrap up Friday night was *The Summoned*.
1: Yeah. So yeah, and this was this is a a movie that was we, we actually got contact by Ted Ted Gagin. To, yeah. And um, for sure. Mark Meyer and uh, and his team. This is, um, it's his this is his directorial debut. Yeah. Um, and, and this was
2: the world premiere. Yes. This world was the premiere. world premiere of *Summoned*. We got to yeah. see.
1: And you know, I think this the I think one of the great things we were talking about it with both with him and his crew and it's like ha- the if you describe having a baby and making a movie the first like their first child it's like what a cute baby everybody wants you know n- will, will anybody tell you the, on- the honest truth about the baby um and, and probably I think, not and and because they were certainly they were really nervous about you know how how's this going to be received um you know and and i think this baby stumbles around a little bit Yep. But I I had a lot of fun with the, particularly the third act. I liked how they the, the uh, they they it's a faustian tale uh, yep. about um temp, uh, about a man who's gets tempted and um and betrayed and yep. um in a in a in a couple's uh therapy retreat for the wealthy and powerful and he's the one who's not. He's the odd man out and right. uh it becomes clear why that happens and once you stitch that together the, the, the it, For me, the premise stitched together. Not so much for Mike and Liz, though. that, that yeah. I, think, I think that, that it, it... Oh,
2: it, don't throw us on so. the bus. <laughs> it yeah.
0: didn't work for me. Um,
2: but don't listen to us. Listen yeah. to an upcoming podcast episode where we interview the entire cast and crew shortly after yeah. the world premiere of The Summoned. Yeah. Stay tuned for that, and yeah. you will get a much deeper dive into The Summoned, what made it tick, and some of the incredible... <laughs> Absolutely incredible challenges that they faced yeah. in making mm-hmm. this film. Yeah,
1: I, I and I think I made an analogy to this in my again the baby analogy. Yeah. there's like labor big time labor pains with this one because the difficulties right. of having to have uh, that's right. Not just getting hit with the pandemic, but getting getting hit with the storm of the century ice storm of the century in Texas. Yep, that took their power completely off the grid, and they had to do this with backup generators yep. and you know trying to edit on the fly. Yep, tough, tough sled yep. for your first first movie. For right. a lot of these folks, and yep. I thought it's like Bravo team that you, yep. you, you you pulled it off. Congratulations! So, uh, but I you know I gave it three and a half stars. So I thought it was fun, um, yeah. but it's you know I, I'd like to see I'd like to see what
2: how this team grows up. Yep, I was I was two and a half three somewhere in there two point seven five. Do we do point five? You can however stars. you want to do it. <laughs> it,
0: it, it. I gave it a two.
2: Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. All right.
0: Saturday. Oh,
2: my gosh. Interview morning. Yes. Yes, we did lots of interviews. and We've already mm-hmm. talked about all those interviews. Yep. But, yeah, yep. stay stay tuned because they will be posted very shortly. Yeah. And
0: then our uh, early evening Saturday yes. show mm-hmm. was another world premiere from our friend... Carter Smith. Carter Smith, and heck, it was Swallowed.
2: Heck, yeah. Swallowed was one hell of a film. Yes. I I think it was probably, safe for a film we're going to talk about in a second, uh, I think it was probably my... Probably second favorite film of the entire yeah. festival. It's my third favorite film of the yeah. festival. Yeah, R- really, really well done. It's basically uh, in the most simple terms. It does have a Cronenbergian element. It was bo- it had be- more better- body
0: horror than Crimes of the Future. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, it really
2: yeah. Did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's basically a drug, a drug, a drug deal, quote unquote, yeah. gone bad. Drug and you mules. Get, you get to see the aftermath of uh, drug mules, drug deals gone bad. The takeaway is. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. Don't yeah, do drugs. drugs. If someone well, or, you t- know what? Not, like,
0: maybe you can do drugs, don't <laughs> yeah. mule drugs across yeah, the
2: yeah.
1: border. Yeah. If someone don't tells you to tells you someone to ingest border. this thing even at gunpoint you say shoot me now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Don't yep. do it. Cuz yeah. it, it ain't worth it. Yeah. Um, but uh, this is
2: this is an interesting film in that it's very, uh, very heavily focused around the LGBTQ community, uh, and so for that it's very interesting. Obviously, this is Pride Month, and so it uh, it had a sort of a double impact. I think it's a great film. I would say yes. I was going to go about a four and a half on this because mm-hmm. uh, it is really well done. I think Carter Smith knows. His way around a camera, and he did tell us in his interview, and again, mm-hmm. don't listen to us, listen Just to, to the interview <laughs> yeah. we did with him. Uh, he did tell us that he does consider himself to be a firmly parked in the horror director, uh, but more specifically mm-hmm. a queer horror director. Yep. Uh, and so we expect more horror out of Carter's. Yep. Book yeah, and the it's theater. uh
1: Pride Month. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, that uh, and we don't we believe that this is going to be uh, a while in the festival circuit. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you won't be able to see it just yet. Yep. Uh, stay tuned for it. Um,
2: so I was four and a half. What did you yeah. give it?
1: I give it four. four. I, loved, four. I thought it was great. Four. All right. I think, but, but be prepared. This is a, this is a hard R. Yeah. It is not safe for work. Not safe for work. There's and um, safe that, for me though. Yeah, there there, there is there are some <laughs> loving shots of very pretty men in full yeah. frontal nudity. Yep. So you got to be got to be ready for that. And um, actually, one other thing that that's really key to this one for uh-huh. me was the return of Mark Patton. Yeah. Who um, doing a little of bit person.
0: of a Tiger King impression? Yeah. He was, he was it's a little Tiger He, yeah.
1: he was a uh, very flamboyant character, but it. Famously, if the name sounds familiar, it was Nightmare on Elm Street Two, yep. where he got he got gay shamed by his director, even right. though he was not out yet, and so he made it really uncomfortable. And so it was really fun to see him in a in a role that allowed him to to maybe express more of. Mm-hmm. Uh, of, of, of who he is and it was he chewed up the scenery he was yeah. a lot of fun oh my god fun. did he ever Yeah. and the two new young actors were, were, were at the top of their yep. game they
2: were great and, and Jenna, also, Malone, Jenna Malone who Malone. is always great yeah. and she was in the ruins yeah, yep. yeah. alright
0: alright the biggest one oh, of the, yes. festival. The, big, the, big movie from the festival the next film we saw was The Black Phone The Black
3: Phone yeah. so The
0: Black Phone was kind of in its own little festival it, yeah. it's in its own
3: Stratosphere of quality and yeah, one of these things is is not like the others. Yeah, Yeah. this This
2: is is, Scott Derrickson is the director of this, and of course, this is written by Joe Hill. Uh, the Stephen King's son who looks
1: stunningly like him
2: Who looks exactly like him yeah he gave us he gave us a little intro at the festival he wasn't at the festival it was a little video intro uh, this this of course will be out at the end of June yes
0: I think June 24th June
2: 24th yeah this is
0: stars Ethan, Ethan Hawk
2: yeah and this is uh this is basically about a 13 year old boy who is abducted and trapped in a soundproof basement mm-hmm. it is one heck of of a movie. It operates on every possible mm-hmm. level you could operate on. Uh, it is set in the 19, late 1970s, mm-hmm. 1978, and they do all of the uh, the set design, the backdrop, the costuming, the music. Everything is perfect. And in fact, it includes, which is going to sound really, really weird, it includes a track off of uh, Pink Floyd's seminal uh, dark Side of the Moon. Seven old moon. Yeah. record, Dark Side of the Moon,
3: and it works perfectly. This is what
1: happens when you actually have a full size budget. <laughs> right. Because yeah, yeah, go to Pink Floyd and, and really say, good. Hey. <laughs> right. too. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, some of the best child acting you will see in your entire um, life. Yeah. Yep. The kids are um, There is plastic. a There is a moment. What Do we have the little girl's name? I am.
0: Yes, her name is Madeline McGraw.
1: Madeline McGraw, you killed it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there was a there is a moment where she starts crying, and it makes you, it made me want to go into the fetal position. And it was, <laughs> and it and yeah. it and, and it was not it, the throughline horror part of the story. It's a sideline horror portion. Right. And it was it was it was both it was amazing to behold what she what she pulled off there, and uh, in a in a in a movie full of great acting full of great kids. And there's like, there, there's a lot of kids and they're all awesome. Yeah, yep. they're all great. And, you know, I think that uh, what I more, the most important thing is it's an original story mm-hmm. for the, or or it's it's not, it, it's not a rehashed sequel. Right. Prequel. Right. Reboot. Yep. It's, it's a big, big studio taking a chance on a new franchise. Go support this movie. This is kind of like going to go see It. You really yeah. want, you want to say, uh, this is better than it. yeah. I'm here to yeah, tell horror horror fans go go that's check these things take. out. Yeah, that's a hot take. So this what? Did,
2: but more importantly, the most important thing.
0: How many times did Mike jump? Four times. Four times.
2: Clean out of my chair. <laughs> yeah, he
0: it was, was
1: so four out
2: of the jump chair. scares. <laughs> clean out of my chair, and and uh, he actually uh,
1: I. Had his knees up to his chest and his hand, his hands in his in front of his face. He's not a he's not a, a, a God fearing Christian, but you wouldn't know it from watching him in the theater because he he looked like he was praying before those jump it scares is hit.
2: Intense. It's great. I would give it a
1: four, maybe four and a half. Yeah, all right. I, I think it's a four and a half for me this one was a push and a five star and I I might even just throw a five star out there just to get people to you know it's like recognize this is the kind of stuff I want more of this yep yeah. because this is a, no doubt about it this is the it's a big studio movie when you see the universal logo crawl across yeah and after you've been seeing a bunch of these other ones where it takes ten companies to make a movie
2: mm-hmm. and then you get
1: the big universal crawl it's like
2: all right here we go yep and this it is a five-star like five movie for me, and it will be on my end of your list. All Hot take part two. I, yeah,
1: it, this one two. could be. This might be on my top ten. It's almost certainly we'll going to be on my top ten list. We are only Early. in June. Right. We, are halfway <laughs> we have we <laughs> haven't yet. hit horror horror season yet, we and we're see. we're off to a good start with this one. How so
0: our next film, I don't think it's going to be on any of our top ten lists. But what? It was, good. what? Uh, it was she will. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah. So She Will is stars Alex Cre- Alice Krieg. Yep. And uh, this is about a woman who has just had a double mastectomy, so goes to this retreat in the Scottish Highlands with her nurse, and witchiness ensues. But yep. the witch meter was on a two. We wanted the witch meter <laughs> yeah. on a... Like an
1: twin. eight or a nine, yeah. Yeah.
0: And... Uh, Eric and I can't speak too much to this film because we both fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> woke each other up. But <laughs> yeah, like, hey, they were in bed a lot, yeah. taking naps. It, the music was fantastic. It was, it was, it was soothing. Was as it, at night.
1: It was a beautiful the witch movie. Style. Mm-hmm, we it was. It, style, it was mesmerizing. Yes. It's yeah. mesmerizing to the point it put me to sleep.
2: <laughs> me and, you, too. and and it also it also included uh in sort of a me too type moment. Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm McDowell yes. kind of playing what appeared to be sort of a Roman, Roman Polanski-esque yes. director yeah. who yeah. directed yep. uh the uh the the elderly woman or I guess not elderly, middle-aged. No, elderly? she's <laughs> Alice is 69, 70. 68. Yeah. Okay. So, so we'll say elderly, yes, the elderly no, woman. We're going to call that Mid, mid-life? older, middle age. <laughs> yeah, because <Older middle> <laughs> <laughs> for for you know, for those of us yes. in our fifties, where it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We be be careful what kinds of stones you're throwing. I'd give this. About, I'd give this about a three and a half. I really liked it because it is. At the end of the day, it's a very very well shot. It's film. Gorgeous. and it's a great story. They just needed to turn up that witch yeah. dial. I'd say yeah. three. I'd say
1: somewhere between two and a half and three. I yeah. think it. I, you know, in addition to it's it, the, the tranquility and the beauty of it I couldn't figure out what the hell was going on plot wise until the third act right uh, they, they, there was there you could that's, there were there that's because you were you were asleep during the
2: second <laughs> act yeah that's, I was asleep so that's during the, the second act it doesn't help that's the trick you know, the, the, the opening scene so you have, and, wait, the, you have to give you have to give
3: it. Act, is the trick the it's like oh, so you have okay. to give it a two and a half with a big asterisk next <laughs> to it. <laughs> it's like it's like I
1: was sleepy.
3: Um,
0: <laughs> this one's coming out uh, in mid July, July fifteenth, and this is right. IFC Midnight, and it's super IFC. Yes,
1: exciting. very very
2: IFC. Yes. Yeah. All right, what did we see button button. after that? The okay. next day, the next day, the final day, the
0: final day, Sunday, we kicked it off with an awesome world premiere called. Who invited them? Yeah. Super great. Yeah, really, really great. And the director's name was... Duncan. Duncan Birmingham.
1: Mm-hmm. Duncan Birmingham, Which, yes. Which, a real name. Yes, yeah, yeah. and name. Duncan, we, we, we've we approached Duncan, we're hoping we get a chance to interview yeah. with him, because he is Duncan, one of the Duncan, if you're listening to the podcast, we'd I, love
2: to have you on.
1: Yes. Literally, Come on, truly, Duncan. unlike when we're jokingly saying that, that we really want you on. Yeah, we really
0: yes. do. Yes, in <laughs> this case, yes, we really do. He did do. a great Q&A after the movie. So this... Uh, is a movie that stars Ryan Hansen, Melissa Tang, and Timothy Granderos. And um, the summary is Adam and Margot's housewarming party is a success, but one couple lingers after the other guests, reze- revealing themselves to be the wealthy neighbors. But as one nightcap leads to another, Adam and Margot suspect their new friends are not. The
2: Neighbors. Yeah. yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And that is that is literally all we can say about yes. this, because if yeah. we go any further into this film, we will spoil it massively. Yeah. Although, well, I, I
1: can't say there are some fantastic story arcs to the characters.
2: Wonderful yeah. story arcs. Right? Yeah, and you'll, you'll recognize Acting. Ryan Hansen in one of the biggest story right. arcs. you recognize him from the Friday the 13th remake and he Veronica was in Veronica
0: Mars he plays Dick of Ryan Mars so and, any yep. fans he was in Veronica go. Mars yep. and he was
2: in uh, last year year before Fantasy Island yep. as well and oh.
0: marshmallows will yeah. recognize him and Timothy Granderos is from 13 Reasons Why so yep. people yeah. th- who, who watch Veronica Mars probably watched that too yep. I did and the, uh, the, the,
1: the, hey, the intruding the neighbors, neighbors
2: are, are... what hey. you and Ryan he born
0: many years later no me and Timothy
3: Granderos oh very but,
2: uh, nice okay. very nice shout out to Timothy Granderos and Liz Burgos. Williams.
1: Yeah, that 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 <laughs> that movie was. That's that might. That's probably either my number two or my number three. That's, that's my, my number three. Two. Yeah, I it, I loved it. It was your um, number two. What
2: was your number one? Watcher. Oh, where not Watchers. black phone? Oh I don't know. God. This one maybe oh, it's right there. What? I think oh. it's maybe number Woo! three. I don't know. Controversial. I mean, yeah, controversial. So, what did you get? What is? what did you give? Who invited them?
1: Uh, I it's four, four and a half. I'm still. Okay. I, I haven't. I haven't. Completed my thoughts on it uh, because okay. you know I I think the the best thing for me was watching a guy who's kind of a douchey yeah um, sort of bootlicking guy who's trying to impress and then you realize he's a sympathetic guy he's he really he's just insecure and he sure. wants people to like him he's got he's he's a bit neurotic with his with uh, with his with uh, like his record collection. Yeah. Uh, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. His ability um, to make old fashioned. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, you know, and just wanting, you know, wanting all the guests to recognize that he's a success now. Right. Right, and, right, right. right. Um, right. And his, the, the people who, who came to his party realized, yeah, they're, they're, they kind of know his shtick his and yep. they work with him. It's like,
0: yeah, I'm going to go. I'll see you yeah, later. and like, a, can how do
3: they afford a house like this? Like, you know, it, the yeah. friends, and you'll yeah. find out how they afford yeah,
1: a house. Like no, yeah, this that. is it. Again, we shouldn't spoil too much yeah. because yeah. it's this one is worth the full watch. It is yeah. fun from 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 the opening scene yeah. to the it closing is. scene. It's a lot. It's this one is fun and it's exciting and, and it's yeah, eighty minutes. thank it's you tight. Yes.
2: it's nice tight, tight. Yeah, I was gonna go three and a half four on this one. I, got I really four, liked it. Yeah, yeah, I'm somewhere between four and four and a half. It was really yeah. good. Yeah, this was 4. my 2. second 5. favorite, four point two five. All right, and then, <laughs> okay, and
0: then, then, then Eric and I went into Zalava, yeah, which is an Iranian yeah. kind of ghost story. It's, well, it's a, it is, it's a possession story.
1: story, and it's it's actually more of a mass hysteria yeah. story. Mm. Um, it. And 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 if you want to see the review, we've already got it up. Uh, Joseph, Joseph Perry, right, uh, raved about it, and that was one of the things that convinced me. It's like we kept, mm-hmm. kept on trying to find a slot for for Zalava, and I think Zalava was another one of these films that was struggling to try and, that Overlook was having technical glitches, and so yeah. it got bumped around a little bit. So we were go- glad to be able to catch this on on mm-hmm. Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, beautiful, well acted, yeah, and it. it it has the, the There's a community. It also deals with superstition, and mm-hmm. and um, there's there's a lot of sort of the pitches uh, pitchforks and torches kind of a thing where it's like, oh my god, she's possessed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And but there it's but it's also really funny. It's really funny. funny. It's yeah. really funny. Yeah. There's also a moment where there's, you know, they think they 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 believe that they've trapped a demon in a jar. Yep. <laughs> and there's a de- there's a there's a thing with the with a cat, a, a black cat. Messing around with the jar, threatening to knock right. the demon out of the jar, but of course it's an empty jar. Yeah, and and but at a, at a certain point you start thinking, I think there's a demon in the jar, and and that's and that's a lot of the fun for the for this movie. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. Um, and and I think Liz was commenting to me about, uh, you know, you get you got a bunch of these Iranian peasants, and then there's a couple of movie stars oh my God, that are in the movie. There.
0: Stars. I mean, this guy looks like he reminded me of like. Tom Selleck at the height of his Magnum yes. PI. Yeah. No, he, the mustache, <laughs> the hair. And, and the like, look, this it, guy it was is like a movie star. Yeah, he, the way the he other
1: stood. Are the peasants. Right. Yeah, he, he's the uh, So what, did, the what did you give it? What did you give? I give it a solid 4. Solid I'd 4. I give it 3 3
0: and a half. Okay. I, it right. was funnier than I expected I Yeah. Really, we laughed a yeah. lot. Yeah. It
1: it isn't it, it's not a super it's not a no. scary movie, but it but it does talk about the the pressures of of society on and and just being yeah and <laughs> yeah and yeah. You know, the exorcist gets imprisoned and he breaks loose and says, is he a good guy is he a bad guy it was fun or is he a charlatan that's the yeah. big thing is 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 the exorcist for real yeah go see zalava it's fun
0: oh it's great all right um, so we rounded out rounded out the with festival
2: with
0: another world premiere of shaky shivers. Brought to us by San Kang, who you, people will recognize from the Fast and the Furious Tokyo franchise. Tokyo Drift, yeah, yeah yeah,
1: Tokyo yeah, Drift. yeah, yeah.
0: And then he stayed in for once a cameo. He came on there. Um, yeah. He was in the rest of the bang, Fast bang. And, uh, yep. Furious franchise. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. shaky shivers. Too too many. It's like uh, you you gotta you gotta stay in one lane, folks.
3: Yeah, <laughs> right. We didn't. This
2: is what those. I would say about shaky shivers. The first. 15 minutes is probably a four-star movie for me. The last, you know, whatever minutes, uh, probably 70 minutes, 60 minutes, is probably a two, one-and-a-half, two-star yeah. yeah. movie. There you go. You yeah. got, I think you nailed yeah. it. And yeah, Because yeah. it starts off super strong. And They're, funny. It, very funny. Yeah. The two main women in the film are great. They have a wonderful rapport. Their comedic timing is exceptional. It appears a couple times additionally throughout the course of the film, but that otherwise the film is kind of an incoherent mess and mm-hmm. just doesn't really deliver much of anything. It's comedically at the front end, great, but then it wanders off yep. into the woods, so to speak, yep. and never comes back. Everything up and including the title of the movie
1: uh, kind of felt ad hoc. Yep. Yeah. Um, the, you the it, it starts out and you think it's going to be a promising werewolf movie, right? Yeah. But then it's like, and now we're gonna need zombies and a cult and Bigfoot, and, right? Yeah. And you know, pretty much, and 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 Dungeons and Dragons, and pretty much, they threw the they threw the kitchen sink at it. They tried to set it in 1993, but it would seem like that was ad hoc. It could have been yeah. any time. Yeah, it really didn't it matter. Had no yeah. real. 90s it didn't even look like a conspiracy. 1993 movie. It looked like right. it was trying to be like. A ninety three movie trying to to run like a seventies like movie early 80s. exactly right yeah. right right. It was like it so. What'd you give it?
2: Confused. Two. two two. I was two. Yeah, two, two. stars. Two stars yeah. across the board. I think yeah. I think that they four stars for the first fifteen minutes. I, I, I think <laughs> I think the thing that
1: prevents it from dropping to a one one or a one and a half is that the 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 female leads and the <laughs> and the one that the, the Eric the, the unfortunate yeah. guy who gets blown away yeah. in the first fifteen minutes that. Um, Eric there. Yeah, he was They're great. He, They they were They're they really were fun. Wonderful. They was you're right, there was good chemistry. The acting kind of came and went with them for yep. me. Mm-hmm. Um but it, it it they rescued it from being a disaster. I thought so. Right. Agreed. Yeah. All so right. There go.
2: So that was the entire the entire 2022 Overlook Film Festival. I did look up the start of the Overlook, the first year of the Overlook Film Festival was twenty seventeen. Yep. That was the one at Mount Hood, right. and then after that, it's been here okay. ever since. It okay, it was so and, they've
1: done four, right? Yeah. And and you know, I think I may have. I don't want to come off uh, poorly to the Overlook people because I want to, uh, the Overlook folks should know that if if not for Overlook, we wouldn't be the scariest things as it currently yeah. is constituted. That's right,
2: that's Cause, right.
0: Cause I think this year probably. First, being back live for the first time, yep. um, not knowing where we really are in this pandemic, maybe that's what prevented doing more panels and yep, having yep. more guests. Almost certainly, and just yeah. focusing, yep. like, let's focus on films. I'm so glad that we have the Britannia Theaters at Canal Place to yep. have this, or we'd have... Nowhere for them to do it.
2: Right. Yep. And so, I want to give a shout out to them as well because they kept us safe the entire time. Yep. They were masked. Mandatory requirements in vaccine the requirements. in the theater. Vaccine requirements. Mm-hmm. You had to have proof of vaccine before every single mm-hmm. film. Even though you proved it once, you had to prove it multiple times. Yep. And to me, that was really great. <coughs> uh, provide a nice safe environment for movie going so good yeah. on you overlook film festival yeah you we know hope I, they'll be back in 2020 yeah and we hope they'll be back because yeah, yeah. Th- this is and it, if not come back to timberline because yeah we
3: well, we, 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 know. Will, we will yeah. we will welcome you back <laughs> to portland, portland with portland open or arms or New Orleans. yeah take your pick <laughs> uh yeah
1: and and uh, well, I, what i was going to mention if if not for overlook i would not have met liz yep and uh so uh, uh a key key component uh, or necessary component for the scariest things would not have happened. Not for right.
0: Overlook, Eric would not have had a fry bologna sandwich. That That's,
2: right, tur- That's right. The turkey. I would have not have known about turkey and the wolf. Like maybe so we need a But before we go, let's. Uh, what was your? What was your? What was the? Fa- we got to end on a superlative here. What was your favorite moment from the Overlook Film Festival? Moment, film, or whatever. I, I actually.
1: Okay, it's a toss up between. Or the, bologna the, sandwich. The. Uh, <laughs> um. The watcher. Yeah. And the the trivia. Uh, the the yeah. the event because of who we met, yeah. right? I think that was okay. Um, I I I highly encourage overlook more of the more events like that. Yeah. That was, yeah. great. was great. Liz, okay, you I'm
0: doing both top moment trivia? I had a great time. It was so much fun. Top films? I'm giving you three. Black phone. Who invited them? Swallowed. All right. One,
2: two, uh, I would say my top my my favorite thing was getting to sit down and spend about 45 minutes talking to uh, Ted Gagin. It was fascinating discussion. Hopefully we'll get Ted on the podcast soon. I got a real solid understanding of how things work in the film biz, which I just absolutely didn't have. Yeah, it was kind of a it was like a a collapsed masterclass. Yeah, so that was really great. Best film of the festival was definitely Black Phone. That is just an incredible, incredible movie. I hope it gets more accolades, as Eric said, and is recognized as Mm -hmm. being you know this year's great horror film. Sign Mm -hmm. sign the uh, that
1: little girl up for a supporting actress.
2: Yeah, and the kids. He did too Mason something he something. was great he yeah, was he, great he was awesome all the ghosts yep. bring, those were
1: they were they were a lot of fun so, yeah. all right yeah that's it was it. O- Overlook was a ra- uh, it
2: was a was a success it's that's a wrap. a wrap see you next year.